You're listening to the Seminary of Hard Knocks podcast, episode 39. We're talking to Terrace Crawford about the entrepreneurial spirit in our churches. Do it! Welcome to the Seminary of Hard Knocks, a podcast designed to help you master church communications and social media. These are practical solutions from the trenches that any church can use. Now, let's join your host, Seth Muse, who wants to chair your committee on committees. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Seminary of Hard Knocks podcast. I'm Seth. Glad to be with you today on episode 39. You can find the show notes for today at sethmuse.com slash 39, and you'll get all the links that we talk about in our conversation today. Today, talking to Terrace Crawford about the entrepreneurial spirit he has and sharing a little bit about his story. And, And one of the important things about the entrepreneurial spirit is that it's very much a part of the generation coming up. And really it's part of my generation too. Uh, but for sure, the millennial generation, the older millennials, especially that are now hitting about 30, 35, those guys and, and gals have a lot of entrepreneurial d- drive in them. They want to start their own businesses. And in fact, our friend Wes Gay has coined a phrase. I don't know if he's coined it, but he told me about it. Entrepreneurship where there's a business in, and they're, they're harboring this person who's on staff, but only like part-time so that they can work also part-time and starting their own business. And so their business that they start within the business actually helps the other business. So it's a lot of, uh, a lot of entrepreneurial networking and things that go on. So the reason I wanted to talk to Terrace is Terrace has his hand in a ton of different things. Um, we're going to, and you can find all those links. We're going to talk about all the different companies he's in and some of the different initiatives he's started, what he's doing now. And all the while, He's been a youth pastor on staff at churches. He's been in some ministry role or another while doing all of that. And his churches have graciously allowed him the room, the margin, the spare time to uh, not only do the ministry in a church, but to go outside and do something uh, else. So to minister to other youth pastors, to speak at conferences, etc. So Terrace has a really great story. And it is one that I think you're going to see yourself in a little bit, probably if you have this little, this spirit. And if you don't, what I hope you'll see is, man, there might be somebody on your staff that does have that in them. And instead of saying, Hey, you're not, you're not on board with our church because you want to do this other thing. Maybe start to find ways to nurture that and see how that can actually help your church by helping them. Because I promise that will energize that person to no end. So our conversation is really great today. So again, go to sethnews.com slash 39 and get the show notes for today. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the seminary of hard knocks. You're going to find a lot of interesting content there. DM me, feel free to ask questions. Tell me how how I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't care. Just let's interact. Let's meet friends. Let's talk. I love it. So here's my conversation with Terrace Crawford. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for being here today. I have special guest, Terrace Crawford. Terrace, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Man, I'm glad that you were able to uh, come on the show. We've kind of tried to hook up a few times, and then tonight we almost almost missed it again, and that was my bad. So thanks for thanks for being flexible. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, we've connected over Twitter and talked a little bit back and forth and done a few things. I've tried to send out some affiliates, and I've kind of worked with your some of your company and so, some of your companies, I think ministry downloads is one I've worked with for you. And uh, I think you've got another one in there somewhere. Uh, it's, you've got so many things going on, man. Oh. <laughs> What's that? I said, I've lost track at this point. You've lost track. 
<laughs> yeah. And, and that's what's interesting about you, man. You're in ministry and you've been doing youth ministry for a while and, mm-hmm. and still are involved, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Tell us where you're involved with youth ministry. Well, right now I am actually a volunteer at New Spring Church. Um, I work in youth ministry there and have a lot of fun. Cool. And you're at uh, which campus are you at? Uh, I'm in Florence. In Florence. And so you're still volunteering youth ministry. You're still involved in youth and you're, and you're also coaching, correct? Mm-hmm. Coaching. Yeah, I still do some youth ministry coaching and consulting as well. So you've got your hand in, in that world, but then also you're launching like six or seven businesses on the, on the side, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not quite that many. Yeah. Um, I mean, every time I, every time I see you online, it's like, man, he's got such, such cool stuff going on. So tell us about some of the businesses you're, you're involved with. You know, you know what's funny? I, you know, maybe I do have my hands in too many cookie jars. I was talking to my friend the other day and, and this is a close friend of mine. This is like inner circle kind of business. And, uh, he goes, how's that thing you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> think he's lost track of what i what i've got going on so <laughs> i'm like that thing you're gonna have to like be more specific tell me about so, one of those uh, things <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know it's, i i like to be i like to be active i like to i like to really use my life and that's one thing that um that i think um, has become most important to me and my life and my, my relationship with God is that I want my life to mean much and I want my life to be used much. So if I'm not, you know, hustling and, you know, doing something for the kingdom or something to make some sort of difference, then what am I doing? Right. And I think a lot of people share that, that feeling with you that are in ministry. I think there's a lot of people. I was like that too. I, I I like to do a lot of different things too. I'm I'm pretty active as, as well, and so uh, so I make jokes, but I'm honestly that's me too. I'm I'm involved in so much, but uh, I think there's a lot of people out there that are really uh, they want to be in ministry, but they also don't want to be tied to that only. Was that mm-hmm. you? Um, I would you know I would say, and I mean ministry in a church, like like on staff yeah, at a church. Yeah, it's an interesting question. Um, I guess phrasing. I, I don't know. I, I I don't think there's anything wrong with just just having sort of your church gig going on, mm-hmm. or being on staff with a church if that's you listening to this podcast. But I, um, I you know, I just I, for me, it was, I guess, back in the day when I really began to expand my reach a little bit. Um. I think it I think it was just wanting to help others and wanting to explore other territories and you know there there's multiple different reasons why I began to do that and for one it's probably because I was an extrovert off the charts <laughs> kind of <laughs> down that act a little bit over the years but um <laughs> you know that is that's kind of happened just I guess organically for me and naturally. And it's been a, it's been a real delight to, you know, to meet new people and do new things. And, you know, today, um, many years later, I am connecting with people and in business, um, in the marketplace that are, you know, non ministry. And that's really interesting. You know, there's a lot to learn from, 
those people. So yeah. I, it's been a real benefit to me to, to do that and to be open to that. I think a lot more, a, a lot more pastors and ministry staff are becoming more open to that as mm-hmm. well. And I think that's really, yeah, it's really helping a lot at the same time. You know, it's like, it's causing us to kind of have that envy, I guess it was yep. for me. I, it was for me. I was envious of like the person who, who didn't have to work on the weekend, you know? Oh yeah. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? And so I was like, right. Oh, I like that life. That sounds really good. You know, I can do ministry Monday through Friday, you know? And mm-hmm. so I was excited about that, but I always wanted to go back into the church and that's kind of how I got back where I am now. But, um, I think pastors are really, especially young, younger pastors now, are are really interested in having a couple of things going on, and not mm-hmm. just having the one thing. I think a lot of them are. Do you, do you find that when you coach people? Yeah, and and, and I would say that um, you know for for some it might be out of necessity too. You know, if it, it, yeah. particularly if it's, it's something that's monetized. Uh, I, I'm a very big believer in having multiple streams of income. Mm. Uh, many years ago, I, you know, had to take a pay cut uh, on ministry staff and that is very difficult. Um, especially when you're not given a, a ton of notice. Oh, um, yeah. so I had to kind of hustle and find a, you know, supplementary income, uh, within a short amount of time. And, you know, once I had that income coming in, I was like, oh, that, you know, that's good. And it, it really did carry a lot of the stress for me and the burden for me. Hmm. Uh, um, and God, you know, God used it and provided through that. And I was glad that it worked out that way. Yeah. Um, but I, I've become a very big believer in that. And that's one thing that I encourage and, and even coach ministry leaders to do is to, to have, uh, multiple streams of income. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I'm, like I said before, I, I love having that. I love that hustle. That mm-hmm. it's it's fun in a way, and yeah. uh, I think a lot of pastors are there. So thinking about pastoral staff on a ch- on a church staff, um, you know, there's a lot of things that we have to deal with now, and specifically the context here for this podcast is the church communication side of things, and particularly. One of the businesses you have really helps, you know, us out quite a bit. It helps the church communicator. It's ministrydownloads.com. So would you tell us a little bit about what that is and kind of where that idea came from and how it kind of just share what that your vision behind that? Yeah, well, you know, I I mentioned a moment ago about helping people. That's, that, that's really been a desire of my, my heart. And I've been doing that for years just, just naturally. And I, I've been in ministry for over 20 years now, which really dates me. I feel so old when I say that. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> no, man, I, I, I've, I've been know, there 17. It, I don't feel, I feel like I'm just getting started, honestly. But, right. but there are times where I'm like, I'm there too. I'm just, oh, can I just go home and you watch know, TV? You know, the, the hardest thing for me now is in, in youth group when a kid calls me Mr., Yes, I'm still not used to that. Yes. uh, When I hear that, I'm like, Oh God, please. No, not it's. Or when you, or or when you say something, you start to talk about something and you, you look around and that look on every youth's face where they're like, they're looking at me like I'm a dad. (laughs) They're looking at me like they look at their parents right now. It's like, you just recognize it. And it's like, Oh, I'm there. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, I am, 
I, I began to create, uh, obviously, ministry resources for myself. Um, mm-hmm. but, you know, 20 years ago, there, there wasn't quite as many ministry resources available uh, as there are today. And, you know, so I did a lot more of creating my own content from week to week for certain, you know, whether it be a sermon or a game or, or what have you. And, you know, I wanted to use that in my ministry. Now I did buy some content at that point. There was some available, but it's not like it is now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so the, you accrue those things over time. And I began to, to realize I could share that with others. And I did, um, start doing that. And, um, I actually registered the domain for ministry downloads um, a few years ago, and okay. just sat on it. I I I sat on it, and you know, it wasn't until um, this past year I was going through <laughs> I was going through my my domain listing. <laughs> you you have a list? Yeah, of domains you own. <laughs> no, just tens of. <laughs> Of domains, you know it's funny. So, Justin Dean does that too. He th- he'll like think of a cool domain, then he'll go buy it. Yeah, and he'll just he sit and, on it. And I, he and I are good friends, and <laughs> and uh, I, I know I know a number of people like that. So <laughs> yeah, it was just hanging out, you know, just paying for it every year, not not doing anything. And I I ran across that, and I it just it was like as soon as I saw it in that moment, and I'd seen it many times as I've gone through that list of domains, but mm-hmm. it was in that second. It was like I knew what I needed to do with that, and it was like God said, "Hey, start a start a, a hub uh, of resources and share your content and enable others to do that too." So that's awesome. Yeah, and and, and looking through what you've got there, it's it's an incredible site. I mean, lots of great stuff in there, and we'll put the links for that uh, for ministry downloads in our show notes, so you guys listening can go get yeah, it. Yeah, you know, I, I mentioned earlier about really encouraging ministry leaders to have multiple streams of income. That's, that's a, that's part of the ministry downloads.com. Like that's a part of, of what we do is we allow people to share their resources on there and they get kickbacks from, um, sharing their resources. So you can be an affiliate, you can be a contributor and it's a huge win. You're sharing your resources and you're earning some extra income as well. Yeah, it's great. And I've done a little bit with you. It's it's incredible and very easy as well. So I, I think um, resource sites like this are like you, you kind of joke that there there's a lot more of them now. There there are a lot more, but I would argue there's not they're not all high quality. Like there's some that's good ones. That's true. There's some good ones out there. There are and there's more than there used to be. I think one of yours yours is one of the good ones. So um, you know when well, you when you create and you're 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 putting this stuff out, you know, I think it, it's exactly that. You're helping pastors. You're helping. And, and today in this economy, the, the relationship economy that we kind of live in, that's so huge. And uh, it's so huge. So um, when, when people are in ministry and thinking about, you know, I created a lot of games, you know, I, I've got a lot of studies that I've done, or we have a ton of series. Why don't we box that up and make it into something? You know, what kind of gets your, your head around, okay, I'm actually going to do that. What made you go, okay, I'm going to do that because I see this need. Where did you see the need, I guess, is what I'm asking. Well, I, I think some of it came out of just uh, my coaching experience because I would talk to 
younger leaders and they would they would actually ask me how do you write a sermon and how do you come up with the layout and mm-hmm. do you have a one often question i got was or a frequent question i got was do you have a template for this and so yeah. i would say hey yeah sure let me let me email that over to you let me dropbox it to you and you know i began to share you know in that way and so the more requests i got I thought, you know, I could I could really just generically um, alter these documents and, you know, have it so that they can customize it for their ministry and and use it. And so that's what I began to do. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've contributed to other sites. Um, people are now contributed to this site. And I think that's the way the kingdom should be. It should be it should be a, a, a great sort of playground. I like to think of it as that, yeah. uh, where we, where we share each other's resources and, you know, it's a huge win for everybody. Yeah. We share toys and we play together real nice. Yeah. 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 Wouldn't that be nice? That would be yeah. great. I, I agree I, with you, man. I love it. It feels that way. I will tell you, not everybody feels that way. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have worked in those churches that, uh, do not like, <laughs> sorry, did you hear that? I'm sorry. That's my dog. I've worked in those churches before where, man, they do not want you to do anything except original content and you can't buy other people's stuff. And if you do, you can, you can actually steal it and call it yours, but you can't buy it and let their name be on it. You know, that's it. It was, it was very frustrating because I felt that was very anti-kingdom and, Mm -hmm. and I really, I'm, I'm glad that's, that's kind of how you are. You're, you're, you're on board. So, um, Thinking about uh, in ministry downloads, what's been the most challenging thing about this business and this this uh, this ministry you have? Most challenging thing, I think, was uh, you know probably just um, exploring how I want it laid out, and um, you know, a lot of the design, a lot of the logistics, a lot of the, um, it was kind of behind the scenes stuff, really. Yeah. There, there was a lot of inner workings of it that I really, you know, had to figure out or think about or, you know, because I wanted it to be a, a unique space and I wanted it to be, uh, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want it to be a place that's you know, just like someone, someone else's side or, you know, I want it to be a unique experience. And so one thing that I've really taken joy in is I really try to build relationships with people that are contributors and affiliates with, yeah. with our site. Um, it probably, you know, will become a lot harder as people, you know, gravitate uh, to us and find us, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as we grow. But um, I really hope to, to continue that that relationship. And that's been fun. That's been fun to, to be able to encourage these ministry leaders. And, you know, I, I get submissions all the time now and they're like, you know, is this good enough? You know, do you, what do you think about this? And, you know, you can trash it if you want to, you don't have to use it, you know, and it's been really cool to be able to work with them and, and to encourage them and uh, Mm -hmm. show them, you know, um, what to share and, and how to share and, you know, to be able to coach them that way. Yeah, it's always a disclaimer front up front, right? Like, now this isn't my best stuff, or, you know. <laughs> like that, I just 
through this right. kind of together, you know, and it's like, man, just put it out there, just put it out there and let it be what it is and work yeah. on it together. I think hey, there's, I, I experienced the same thing too. It's not just, it's not just with ministry downloads, but I experienced the same thing too. Like there are so many things that I'm doing now, in addition to that site that, um, that I'm trying to explore, you know, yeah. things that, that I don't know that I have limited knowledge of. I know we were talking before we came on the air here about just kind of the learning curve that you and I have had in, in mm-hmm. ministry and jobs that we've had. Yeah. I, you know, there's, so, there, there's probably 10 things right now that I'm trying to learn that I have no idea how to do that. I know in my, cause I, I actually sat down, I, I sit down several times a year and, uh, write out goals. And so I sat down the other day and, and wrote out 12 months of goals and then six months of goals and then three months of goals. And so I, I wrote these down and in order to meet my three months and also my six months goals, I have to learn several things yeah. for to get there. <laughs> awesome. And so now I'm contacting people that I, I know, or I think know how to do that. And I'm trying to learn from them. So yeah, that, it's a real, you know, it's, it's exciting, but it's also frustrating because, you know, not everybody you ask is willing to help. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> people, you know, don't want to, they, they just don't want to quote unquote play with you and yeah. roll with you. Um, you know, they think you're out to just get something, you know? And so it's just like, no, I, I want to learn this. I want to do this. I want to be better so I can, you know, help others and, and grow. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. I, I love that you're writing goals out. I, I think usually when a boss tells you to do it is when most people do it. The most right. people write down their goals. I think it's important to have an end in sight of what you're trying yeah. to accomplish. And, and honestly, I think learning itself, like you're, you're, you're a lifelong learner. And I think oh, this, yeah. this is where you and I really connect here is that this is a passion of mine. I always want to be learning something new yeah. because I know that my life is not stagnant. It's not static, right? So there's going to be something down the line where I'm going to need to know. And if I have a goal, obviously I'm going to have to learn it, right? Just like well, you. Know, you know, honestly, it's a deep-seated, a deep-seated fear of mine, hmm. uh, quite candidly, um, for me to get to the end of my life and for me to have not done anything yeah. or do, or to have the regret of missing out on opportunities or to have not used my life and every ounce of it and every minute of it, uh, for a greater purpose. And so that, that out of that deep seated, seated fear comes the drive Mm -hmm. to, to make my life count and to use my life up. And so honestly, if I, if I'm not hustling and if I'm not writing goals and dreaming dreams and, and really, um, you know, scratching off the bucket list, then I'm not as fulfilled as, as I think I could be. Yeah. And I, I'm with you, man. That's why I keep, I keep starting stuff, <laughs> you know, and trying stuff and like, I'm going to learn how to do that. It's, it's, it's become fun. Like that's yeah. become the fun part of life to me is yeah. that look what I get to learn today. Look what I get to try today. And, uh-huh. and it's like the failure doesn't even matter anymore. It's, it's like, well, it matters obviously in that I want to accomplish it, but if I do fail at it, it's like, Oh cool. I get to try again. You know, it's like, yeah, this... I, think that, I think that that's what keeps people from starting new things. You know, you, yeah. you ask 
question a couple times about starting new things and what became difficult. And I think that that might be a reason why people don't go there because mm-hmm. they have to learn something new or it, 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 you know, it affects them. They have to change what they're doing. And I think that learning, uh, it does. I mean, it does take a lot of effort. It really does. Yeah. Like I, you know, four years ago, I knew I wanted to create a podcast. I knew that I wanted to launch a podcast to help leaders and, you know, I was deeply involved in youth ministry. It's always been a passion of mine. And so I, I was doing youth ministry coaching. So I thought, okay, well the, the no brainer here is to launch a youth ministry podcast. And so I, I knew I had some sort of following. So I said, why not give it a shot? And honestly, I I set the bar low for myself. I said, you know what, if I can get, you know, you know, I kind of wrote down how many people do I, do I need to listen in order to do this? Yeah. And I mapped out how much time it would take. And, and actually I ended up spending 30 days Um, which doesn't seem like a lot of time, but I actually had a lot to do in that 30 days time, 30 days, um, I set aside in order to learn everything that I I needed to know about podcasting because I'd never done it. Yeah. (laughs) I was there, man. I was right there. I set aside 30 days and, and I interviewed people, uh, who were podcasting. I researched, you know, I, I did everything possible Mm -hmm. to, uh, to kind of equip myself to launch this podcast. And, you know, at the end of 30 days, I said, okay, it's time to do it. And then, then it became, okay, you know, what's it, what's the branding going to look like? You know, who's my target audience? And I said to myself, okay, it's time to do it. It's time to launch and, and see what happens. And (laughs) I actually set, I actually set a, uh, a number and I said, okay, if 50 people listen, then I'll do it. And I know, I know, you know, there's somebody out there going, well, really, if you only have one person, you should do it. You know, I I know, I know, but (laughs) well, not really, (laughs) you know, with the work involved in putting that together, you know, it it does take hours each week if it's just you and, you know, starting out, it was just me. And so, you know, with that, um, I really needed to have a, some sort of substantial following. So I said, Hey, okay, 50 people listen, I'm probably going to do it, you know? And then that's what I said, you know, mm-hmm. looking back on it, 50 people was crazy. Like I would probably like <laughs> knowing what I know now, you know, it takes, it takes a lot of work. Yeah. So, uh, I, I did it and, you know, fortunately I had, I had folks get behind it and share it and sponsors come on board and, you know, looking back at uh, two years strong over, over a hundred episodes now and we're, we're loving it. Awesome. Yeah. And it's a great podcast too, um, which we'll link to in the show notes as well. Um, I, I can, I can kind of hear what you're saying, but it it sounds like God has really taught you a lot Mm. personally through the entrepreneurial starting kind of process that you've gone through, uh, Mm. on just how to be, how to be a fulfilled human being and how to, uh, you know, follow him in his footsteps because he was, he's a creative, uh, father, you know? And so w- oh, yeah. what would you say has been the biggest thing maybe that, uh, you kind of learned through this process of entrepreneurship? 
You know, I such a solid question. I I think I would probably go to fear. I, I think I would I would go to vulnerability. Mm. Um, you know, Brene uh, Brown wrote the book uh, Daring Greatly, and I think that in you know throughout that book she talked about being vulnerable. And, um, that book came to mind and also Seth Godin's poke the box. <laughs> That's <And> a good one. <laughs> such a great, such a great book. And, yeah. uh, I'm, many of your, your audience members have, I've read that book. Um, those two books, you know, really, I guess kind of sum it up for me. Like I, I think God has really, you know, taught me a lot through my vulnerability and through my weakness and, you know, really targeted some of that fear and overcoming that fear to learn through this process of entrepreneurship. Um, and then at the same time, like the stuff that Seth Godin talks about and poking the box and, you know, stepping out and, you know, seeing what happens and putting your efforts into, into things, um, really just, just kind of sums it up. It's like a marriage of those two things. And, yeah. you know, God's been able to work through all of that and I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. And I, and I, I think that I have been more fulfilled as a person by, by pursuing that. By stepping out. That's awesome. Yeah. I, so in the church, just kind of a parting shot here. Do you think the church does a good job of encouraging entrepreneurship? And if not, or if so, why, like, how can we do better or what can we do to encourage that in the church? I think some churches do. Mm -hmm. uh, sadly, across the board, I would say the church does a terrible job at this. And in fact, um, you know, some, some churches, I, I won't say a lot of churches, but some churches uh, discourage it and, mm -hmm. you know, poo-poo it like, yeah. like, like you wouldn't believe um, I mean, I remember working for a boss in a church and was telling him about sort of a, a side gig that I had going on. And I mean, that sounds like I'm like making meth on the side or something, right? Got <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> some cooking over that's here. A, that's the... a different business for a different podcast. That's a different business. Um, <laughs> but I was, I was telling him about something that I was doing on the side and I immediately saw like frustration mm -hmm. in his face and he's like, how he literally asked me, he's like, how's that going to work? How, you know, how's that going to work with your, your schedule? And, you know, he immediately felt and became defensive yeah. of, of protecting, you know, how many hours they had me, um, on staff. And so I, I thought this is ridiculous. You know, um, so yeah. I will say not, not everyone is, is, uh, is going to embrace it, but yeah. you know, there, there's a lot of folks who are advocates for it. Um, I, I think it's wise, like I've mentioned several times already to leaders, um, you who are listening, don't just have one, one gig. I, you, you really do need to, you know, open up yourself to, uh, multiple, um, streams of income and, you know, uh, opportunities to expand your reach. You know, it's yeah. not all about me, but it, opportunities to expand your reach. 
And like we talked about being a lifelong learner, you know, being open to that. Yeah. To that, learning and growing and doing. And man, I'll tell you, in my experience, um, just over this past year, I launched into a side gig and mm-hmm. tried to turn it into a business and then, you know, end up back full time in the church. So it's kind of kind of slowed down a little bit for me again. But I, I'll tell you that during that time, the hustle had caused me to meet and network with so many incredible people that has contributed to the fact that I know what I know that got me the full-time job. Mm, It's like without all of that side gig stuff, I mean, I wouldn't have a next step in my ministry career. I just wouldn't have it without the Facebook groups and the, the mentorship that I just watch people online because I now know who to follow you know, and I, and I can actually reach out guys like you that I could reach out to on Twitter and be like, Hey, tell me about this thing you're doing. Tell me about, you know, I'm watching what you're doing and going, and, and then you actually respond, you know, and that's, and that's because the world we're in. And so that contributes to me learning it's, and it's that, that symbiotic kind of chain reaction that happens that really propels you into a, another level that yeah. you wouldn't have reached by yourself. If you just yep. stayed locked in your ca- in your cave of your office studying all day, you know, yeah. it's like you, there's so much out there that's available that can really enhance your ministry if, if you just kind of get outside of the ministry a little bit and, and see it. So I, I think your story is incredibly fascinating. That's why I want to bring you on to tell it and, and just to show kind of there's a value there in working in the church, but working somewhere else, too, or at the very least, having a hobby, you know, have a really strong oh. hobby, you know, yeah. where, have a hobby, have, a, have an affinity group, have, have something else that you belong to. Yeah. You know, you're, you're really just kind of opening yourself up to exploring. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, well, Terrace, I love this. Thank you so much for coming on the show, man. It was fun. Yeah. 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 I think you bring some great value, some great experience, some wisdom. Um, so tell everybody where they can connect with you af- after this offline or online after this. Most of my uh, handles are at Terrace Crawford. So you can find me that way. Um, uh, Twitter's one of my favorites. So you're definitely yeah. going to get me there. Um, Instagram, Facebook, of course. Um, TerraceCrawford.com forward slash blog. Uh, it's a good place. MinistryDownloads.com. Okay. Talked about that. And I, I know we mentioned the podcast too. Uh, yeah. This week in lamb.com. It's also on iTunes. This week in youth ministry. Okay. So, uh, yeah, gonna be a lot of links in this one <laughs> <laughs> because Terrace is involved in a lot of stuff. <laughs> you can go find your place, how you're going to connect. We're going to put all those links in the show notes. It's going to be awesome. Uh, it's awesome, man. Well, thank you so much, dude. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. It was a pleasure. Well, everybody, thanks for listening, and we'll be back shortly in about two weeks' time with another episode. Thanks for listening to the Seminary of Hard Knocks. I'm Seth. That was Terrace, and we'll see you later. Bye.